0: Reform, Reforming the Parent, Transforming the Child. Welcome to the Parent Reform Podcast. Our mission is to inspire, encourage, and equip you to raise your children for the glory of God. In today's podcast, I want to spend a few minutes talking about the sensitive subject of deep discouragement and depression. Well, naturally, you may be asking the question, why in the world would a parenting podcast touch on this subject? Well, that's actually a really good question. And let me tell you why I wanna talk about discouragement and depression. And that's because at Parent Reform, we really believe that parenting flows from the heart of the parent into the marriage, and into the child. And so whatever is going on in your heart currently is definitely going to impact the way that you parent your children, whether it's positively or adversely. If you're someone that is struggling with deep discouragement and depression, it is going to impact how you parent your children. And I've had Many conversations. I've actually had the privilege of having many conversations with women who have candidly shared with me their own personal struggles in this area. And they've asked me if I've ever struggled with discouragement, deep discouragement, and even depression. And I can say, with all honesty, yes, I have. I have struggled in these areas at times, in seasons. And then I've been asked, if so, how did you overcome it? What did you do in those times where the darkness seemed dark and it was dark for a long time? Well, I think this is a really timely question because I believe with all of my heart that many moms struggle with this more than maybe even want to admit I think that seasons of discouragement and depression can be very isolating. I think there is a lot of shame that goes with that struggle, and therefore, I think it's easy just to shut down and not talk about it. And so, that's why I feel led that I would just like to touch on this subject. Mind you, I'm not a psychiatrist, nor a professional psychologist or counselor, I'm a woman who has mothered for many years, who has been married for decades, who has lived a lot of life. And so I pray that my perspective in this area and the things that God has taught me through it might help you, might encourage you, might help you not feel so alone right now. And I want you just in your mind's eye as you listen to this podcast and if you are one of the ones struggling in this area, would you consider this podcast as just a friendly hand reaching down to grasp yours and to help in a small way lift you up? And my prayer is this short podcast would do that for you. So I want to take discouragement and depression and not really put them together, but I I want to separate them. And I want to first talk about just seasons of discouragement. And I would say that we've all struggled with that in varying times in varying ways. Discouragement can translate into just draining seasons of motherhood where you are just physically exhausted, where you feel like all you're doing all day long is cooking and cleaning and changing diapers, and that that's never going to end. Your discouragement may come from a season of marriage where your relationship just seems very dry. Maybe your finances are tight and there doesn't seem to be much relief in sight. It may be a season where you feel isolated and lonely. And I do think that there are seasons of motherhood that do bring on those feelings of isolation. Maybe right now your pace is so frenetic, that you are just going in so many different directions and this has been going on for a long time and it's worn you down, that can definitely bring on discouragement. It can begin to f- have an accumulative effect and and it will display itself in just ongoing feelings of joylessness, of feelings of you just don't have any motivation anymore, that you really are genuinely discouraged When I've had these seasons of discouragement, I've found ways to help lift myself up and to begin winning that battle. And I just want to share these with you. These are simple, yet they're profound. And they have really helped me in these seasons of discouragement. Number one, get in the word. Get in the word. Satan does not want you in the word And that, my friend, is where you are going to find your answers. That's where you're going to find your joy. Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. This is where you're going to have the greater opportunity to win the battle is to be in the word. And I know some of you may be asking, Okay, Mary, well, that sounds like a great theory, but how can I do that in reality? when life is so crazy, when I don't have two minutes to myself, well, why don't you pray that God would open your eyes and show you pockets of your day that you can be in the Word. Ask Him to help you find time. If you ask Him that, you're asking His will, and He will be faithful to help you find time in the Word. Next be at church, attend your worship service every week. Don't miss it unless you're sick or your kids are sick or there's some real legitimate reason. You need to be under and hear the preached word. You need to be standing and singing songs to the Lord. You need to have every opportunity to worship Him he inhabits the praises of His people. And I am telling you, I can't tell how many times where I didn't want to be at church. I was weary. I was discouraged. I just wanted to stay in bed. And I went to church. And oftentimes, it was a message that I needed to hear. It was a message that filled my cup. God was using that message to speak to my weary soul in a way that was life-giving And then how often has God ministered to my heart as I have stood and sung the lyrics of rich hymns? And I have felt the tears fall down my face and felt the kindness of God, that I have felt Him encourage my heart as I have worshiped Him. Be at church. Do everything in your power to attend church regularly. Next, Seek fellowship with other strong believers. In times of discouragement, I think you really need times of fellowship. And this is not fellowship where you're just sitting and commiserating with another mom, where you're both sharing your woes and having a pity party. That's not going to help lift your spirits. You need someone that has the gift of exhortation and encouragement, someone that you know is going to speak truth in love that's the friend that you need to seek out. Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's an older woman in your life. Or maybe it's a peer that just has that particular gifting. Be with them. Find time to spend with that person and ask them to share some truth with you, to share with you what God is teaching them. Ask them to pray for you. Be accountable to that person. Next. And this seems counterintuitive when you're discouraged. Choose a heart of gratitude. Do you know that gratitude and thankfulness is listed in Scripture? I want to say about 200 times. 200 times. It is simple and yet powerful. A heart of thanksgiving, a heart of gratitude is one of the most powerful ways to win the war against discouragement. I began to practice, especially during those darker seasons, I began to practice when I would lay my head on the pillow at night, that I would close my eyes, and I would share with God what I was thankful for for that specific day I was thankful that He had given me another day of life. I was thankful that He had given me food to eat, that there was a roof over my head, that He had given me the privilege to mother my children. I thanked Him for various things about my husband. Maybe I got a call from a friend. We were able to pay the bills that day. Praise the Lord. Even in the smallest things, I would find something to praise God for. And don't forget, thanking God for His attributes. Make this a practice when you lay your head on the pillow that the last thoughts that are going through your lovely head are thoughts of gratitude to God. That will lift your spirits. Find time during the day as well to seek opportunities to share with God your gratitude to Him for even the smallest things. Next, serve the body of Christ. There have been many times that I have been deeply discouraged and knew that one of the ways to lift my spirits was to serve someone else. And I realized that in the season that many of you are in as young moms, that you don't have a lot of capacity to do heavy-duty ministry, nor should you. Your primary ministry is in your home. But ministry to the body might be sending a text of encouragement to a friend. It might be feeling led to call someone on the phone and just ask if they have a few minutes to pray with them. Something small, volunteering to do an extra shift in the nursery, doing something where you are actually meeting the needs of others. And you know what that does for me, my friend? It gets my focus off of me. It gets my focus off of me and on to someone else that is in need. And that lifts my spirits so quickly. Next, take care of your temple. Take care of your body. Make sure you're getting sleep, that you're eating well, that you're exercising as you can, if that means throwing your kids in a stroller and going for a walk, doing a few push-ups every day, running up and down the stairs. Sometimes I wasn't able to leave the house when my kids were young, and so my exercise looked like vigorously vacuuming faster, running up the stairs and changing a diaper, that kind of thing. But just move your body, exercise it, rest yourself, and eat well. That Absolutely, those small things, taking care of your temple can help you fight against discouragement. This is a biggie, so listen carefully. Resist spending extended time on the internet, especially on social networking. I have had women testify to me that when they're feeling discouraged, what feeds it the most is getting on the internet. Get off of it. I would suggest if you're experiencing a season of discouragement and even depression that you might consider fasting from social networking right now. Seeing your best friend on her cruise, seeing people posting pictures of how perfect their families are, their great vacation, their orderly home, the great meal that they had, the celebratory birthday for their kids that looks perfect. All that's going to do is feed the discouragement, feed the condemnation, feed the shame, and it is not going to help you turn the corner of feeling discouraged. So my friend, get off social network. That will lift your spirits right there. And then aggressively make changes that are necessary to put yourself and your marriage and your family in a better, healthier place. Look at your circumstances. What are some things? If you're going through a season of discouragement, are there things that you can change that will help your circumstances? Are there commitments that maybe you need to lay aside? Are there relationships that are bringing you down? Is there spending that you're doing or extracurricular activities that is just wearing you out that maybe you need to say no to? ask the Lord, Lord, show me, show me what do I need to do differently? What are some changes that I need to make? What are some things that I need to say no to in order to help me during this time of discouragement? And my friend, if you ask the Lord to show you, He's going to show you. He will be faithful to show you. So listen to his voice, listen to his promptings, confirm it with your husband, and then be willing to make the changes that are necessary. Now, I've talked about seasons of discouragement. Now I want to take it to a deeper level and talk about those longer seasons where the discouragement begins to take on a new face of depression. Depression is a dark place. Depression is usually an accumulative effect where you get to a point where you feel like you just don't have anything left. Where it's dark, where there does not seem to be any end in sight of the dark tunnel. These seasons I call the dark night of the soul. These can come with prolonged seasons of discouragement, times of great loss, crisis, deep hurt, deep offenses that have gone on for a period of time, periods of physical suffering, and I think long periods of strain and exhaustion. Ward and I, I will candidly share, have experienced our own seasons of the dark night of the soul. But I'm going to tell you that with all confidence That during those times, I can look back and say that I found a new deepness and intimacy with God during those seasons that I never quite experienced in my seasons of joy and relief and harmony. Now, I want to share with you a few things that I have found that have helped me In those seasons of darkness, I learned that in those times to be still. Think about the scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. Being still before the Lord, having a childlike faith with arms outstretched, waiting for God to deliver me. I have been in seasons where that has really been my position in my heart. And you know what? When I was still and waited on God, I have always, always found Him to be faithful. In these seasons, I have been deliberate in pursuing the Lord harder, to be in His Word, to feast on his word, and to rest in his precious promises. Those precious promises that say that he loves me with an everlasting love, that he will never leave me nor forsake me, to be reminded of who he is, my faithful father, a friend that never forsakes me, my provider my healer. To be reminded of who God is and to pray those things, that has helped me in those seasons of depression. Something that has also helped is to resist the temptation to go inward and to isolate myself. I think in depression, that is what we're tempted to do. We become I think during times of depression, I think we can become almost narcissistic where we are continually thinking on ourselves. That every thought that we're thinking is filtered through me. How does something make me feel? Or I am assessing my feelings all the time or, or interactions with someone. And how did that make me feel? Do everything to resist going inward with your thoughts and resist isolating yourself. During these times of depression, I found that seeking out wise, godly friends to impart needed biblical encouragement to me. When I have had times of these dark places, I have two people that I trust implicitly. One is my husband, and one is another extended family member, a female. Those are the two people that I seek out during those times where I feel like they are safe, that I can be very candid with. I know that they're, not, they're going to empathize and they're going to show me kindness, but they are not going to give me a pity party. They are going to encourage me in biblical truth, not in secular psychology. They are going to remind me of the word of God and what it says. And they're actually, in many ways, helping take my hands and wrapping it around the rope of truth and helping me hang on with dear life. That's what these two people have done for me. My friend, that's the kind of person you need to seek out. Someone that is going to equip you with the Word of God and then help you wrap your hands around it and hang on for dear life. Another way that I have tried to fight seasons of depression is to ask for prayer, to ask certain people, not not a crowd of people, but a small group of people to pray for me. The few that I might feel safe, not maybe divulging the details, but just sharing, I am fighting some depression right now. Would you please pray for me? And I know, and we know that scripture says, the fervent prayers of a faithful man availeth much it does. You need prayer during that time. Seek out prayer. Seek out a circle of people that you know you can share this with and ask them if they would daily intercede on your behalf. Now, let me tell you another encouragement, a truth for you. On the other side of these seasons of darkness, I can tell you with all confidence that I I feel like I have gone deeper with the Lord. I feel like that on the other side of these seasons of darkness, that I have become more equipped for ministry, that as I have sought the Word because it has been my lifeline, that the Word of God does indwell in me more richly, that it is more powerful that because I had to cling to its truths like manna for my body, it was my nourishment, it was my life, that now suddenly when someone else is in need, the Word of God is on my lips, that it is, it's been life-giving for me, and so now it's life-giving for someone else. And so on the other side, I have found greater light My prayer for you during this time is that you will find God to be faithful, that you will find a greater richness in his word, that you will seek out faithful ones in the body of Christ that can come alongside and minister to you, and that on the other side, you will be better equipped for ministry to others. I want to lastly say this, there are times during seasons of depression that you do need to seek out someone that is a professional, someone that is seasoned and helping those that are deeply struggling. And if you feel like that might be you, I would encourage you to go to a leader in your church, to go to your godly spouse, and to pray about the possibility of seeking out someone professional that might help you during this season. I would like to close in prayer for those of you that are listening that may be struggling with deep discouragement and depression right now. Heavenly Father, I humbly come before you and I ask God that you in your kindness, in your love would touch the heart of someone who may be listening and struggling in these areas. I pray that they would know that you are there with them. I pray, Father, that you would help them to find time in the Word and that your Word would be a lifeline. I pray, Father, that you would guide and direct them by the power of the Holy Spirit to find the scriptures that would be encouraging to them, that would be life-giving to them. And Father, that you would lift their spirits. I pray that they would be able to wait on you, even with circumstances completely unchanged, that they would find their hope and contentment and joy in you. Amen. We have a blog post that we are posting to accompany this podcast called Remember My Chains. And I would encourage you to take a few minutes and read that blog post. And I think that together with this podcast, it will encourage you and help you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We hope you found this podcast helpful as you seek to parent your children well for the glory of God. For more information about Parent Reform, please visit our website at parentreform.com. There you'll find more parenting resources. You can also sign up for our newsletter and Q&A emails.